What's going on? I don't know the days. I just pretty much just go. You've been here pretty early today. Pretty early? Yeah, you were here early today because you sent us all the text messages at like 4 in the morning. That was actually Dan that sent you that message that said that somebody somebody was outside the station. That wasn't me. I was sleeping. Oh, you know what? You're in this group text and I could never, I don't even pay attention to who's sending it. But shout out to Dan because he actually woke me up this morning because I was... uh, in a deep sleep. No, I was, uh, yeah, I was in a deep sleep. I was watching the Bank Heist. I don't know if you guys see it on Netflix, mm-hmm. but I've been watching the ish out of it. So I've been, it's kind of one of those shows that after you see the first episode, you got to see the second, third. And it's three seasons in. So I'm like, the second season, like fifth episode. So I've just been watching the hell out of it. I can't believe you don't watch Euphoria, though. Not yet. That's after, shameful. After the Bank it's Heist, the first I'm going to watch season, that. And now you already missed the finale, but you got to watch that. You got to binge watch Euphoria. I just need a day to relax and chill so I can watch all these you things. You watch Bank Heist? At one in the morning, but it's you really been good. Watching Euphoria. Yeah, you're right. I'm gonna watch that next though. Bang Heist got me though. But what's going on? You what you do yesterday? Uh, what did I do yesterday? I oh, I went to the New York Public Library. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm the ambassador for the New York Public Library. Hold oh. on, let me pull something out. You pulling a book out? Would you pull it out? Well, no. This young girl, she's um 11 years old. Shout out to Audrey Hall, mm-hmm. right? So they had a competition and. Andy, are you all right? Yes, I'm fine. Go ahead. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. So they had a competition. She's actually going to be uh, uh, brought out at Yankee Stadium. Dope. But what she did was she wrote this letter about her favorite book, and it was very well written. And she was talking about a good book that she read. It's called Blended mm-hmm. by Sharon Draper. And the reason why she liked it is because the parents were divorced and the young girl was mixed. She was half white and half black, just like her. So she was just excited to see that representation and find something that she could relate to. Right. So she wrote this really nice letter. So shout out to Audrey Hall, only 11 years old, but it was so well written and she's going to get honored at Yankee Stadium. So I'm sure that's exciting for her. Congrats to her. But yes, New York Public Library, you know, I work with them. Mm -hmm. And Angela Yee Day is coming up August 28th. So I have all kinds of special things planned for that day. And of course, the New York Public Library will be involved. Okay. All right, now you know I have a, a car show happening September 7th. I call it a big family day. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is something that's uh, it's mine. I own it. I you know came up with the idea. Shout out to Lincoln Tech for uh, being a partner with me for this vision and, and really sponsoring it. like DJ Envy Day. Yeah, so we're doing a car mm-hmm. show where we're going to have celebrity cars there. We're going to have uh, just regular people's cars that just, you know, took the time and effort and put into their car. They're going to be on display. But it's also a family day. So we have like, uh, I call it jumpies. I, I think people call it other things. Every time I say jumpies, it's like, it's not jumpies, but I call it jumpies. Bounce houses So it's like kids. you guys go jumping balls? Why? See, no. Isn't that what it is? It's for kids. No, it's not balls, but it's Is that balls inside? It's bounce house. No, not in this one. Oh, this has, okay, there's no okay. balls. No balls in this one, kinky. Uh, we're going to have face painting. We're going to have stilt walkers think? for kids. We're also going to do, you know those little uh, remote control cars? 
that the kids can drive. We're going to have a, like a little track where the kids can actually drive and have fun, just like the adults. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Is but it a remote control car or a go-kart? It's a remote control car, but it's also you can also drive it. So if the kid goes a little crazy, you can actually turn it so he doesn't hit anybody. Never seen those before? Sorry, somebody unplugged my laptop, and now it's dying, and I don't know where. That laptop is the worst anyway. But so I'm excited about that. These so these are the- old, but... Yeah, it's, it's worse. But the car show is September 7th, so I can't wait to see you guys. We're just planning. It's it's a, a month away, and it's a lot into it. And it's been I a love lot of planning though. for you. Yes, but I love it, and I can't wait for and you guys to get there. And at least you did it there. nice way in advance. Yeah, way in advance, so I'm and excited I'm, about that. Also, I want to shout out to uh, Kim Van. She was married to Reggie Ose, a.k.a. Combat Jack. They had an event for him yesterday also. You know, he is the king of podcasting, and he passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she she was there as well. She spoke, but a lot of people came out and spoke on behalf of Combat Jack. So I just want to shout out to Kim, who was a great friend of mine from when I was in high school. And, um, you know, it's, it's hard to get up and talk about somebody that you've known for so long and you have children sure. with and, and in front of all those people. But shout out to Kim. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Now, from Hollywood Unlock, also Love & Hip Hop LA, Jason Lee will be joining us. He has a, a new syndicated show. It's a countdown show. We'll talk to him about that. On also has uh, Damage and Melissa Ford. Yes, indeed. So we'll talk to him. And let's get the show cracking. Front page news. What are we talking about? What's your, what's your president do? I'm sure he did something. Um, well, today he is actually going to be in El Paso and in Dayton. Mm-hmm. And so we'll tell you how people are receiving that news. All right. We'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning. What's happening? Hey. Well, morning, everybody. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where we start with, ye? Well, you wanted to start... Well, you know what? Let's actually start off uh, paying homage to Toni Morrison, who passed away. A beloved author. She also was the first African-American woman to win a Nobel Prize. She wrote novels such as The Bluest Eye, Sula, Song of Solomon, Tar Baby, Beloved, Jazz, Paradise, uh, God Help the Child, and a lot of themes in her novels like slavery, misogyny, colorism, supernaturalism. Uh, she was just a very decorated novelist. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew Toni Morrison and read Toni Morrison novels, I would assume, at some mm-hmm. point uh, throughout something. their life. Yes. And actually, you know, she didn't publish her first novel until she was nearly 40. Mm. So she definitely wasn't an overnight success. She graduated from Howard. She had her degree in English. Then she went on to earn a master's from Cornell University. Unapologetically black queen. Mm-hmm. So rest in peace to Toni Morrison. She was 88 years old. All right, now I told you before, Donald Trump will be traveling to El Paso and to Dayton today. Now, some people don't want him to come. The mayor of Dayton in particular is saying that she does plan to tell Trump how unhelpful that he's been when it comes to gun violence. Here's what she had to say. Gun reform is definitely an example where nothing's happened. You're going to tell him how unhelpful he's been? Look, I mean, if I'm telling you, I'm going to tell him. What are you going to tell him? Like how unhelpful he's been on this. I mean, yesterday his comments weren't very helpful to the issue around guns. I agree with her, but what president has been? I mean, guns have been the American way for a long time. It's been too many guns on the street. Like, what president has been helpful to uh, guns, gun loss? Mm. All right, well, several El Paso officials have asked Trump to not visit the area. They said, don't come here, President Trump. You are not welcome. That's what Cassandra Hernandez wrote. She's a city council member that represents the neighborhood where the shooting occurred. But the mayor of El Paso, DeMargo, who's a Republican, said he will meet with Trump when he gets there. Isn't that kind of like the same with telling people they're not welcome in the country, though? Like, 
Isn't that the same type of energy? Well, she might feel like right now we're hurting and it's uh, directly part of your rhetoric. And we don't really feel that you're a beneficial person at this point in time when we're suffering because of the violence that you've helped contribute to. If you're a politician, a local official, you should want to be in the president's face. You should want to have the president say, you should want to be able to tell the president what you think, whether he's doing a good job or a bad job. Especially if he's doing a bad job, why not be telling him in his face? Yeah, I mean, sounds good. It doesn't feel like anybody telling Donald Trump anything is swaying how he behaves or what his rhetoric is. So I can understand feeling like he's kind of a lost cause right now. You got to hold him accountable. He's the president. You can't ignore the president as much as we as much as we would like to. You got to hold the president accountable. But it's also her district, so she probably is really seeing the effects of people affected. She probably knew some people uh, personally that have been affected. So maybe it's just hurting too much at this time. I Who think knows? It, uh, yeah, I get you. I just think it sounds kind of weird when you know we, we we get at Trump for telling people you know go back to their country or you're not. I welcome here, but then tell him he's, he's not, not welcome, welcome as well. It's just it's yeah. kind of hypocritical. If you ask right. me. But it's, we're talking about people who haven't done anything to you versus somebody who is who's saying a, all this yeah, rhetoric yeah. and saying that people Absolutely. who are who's a racist. coming from he's, Mexico are still, rapists and killers. Maybe we you, don't feel but, like I get you, but he's the president. He's not. Cool. Saying, he's not like he's not somebody. He's not somebody you can ignore. He's the president of the United States of America, the leader of the free world. Yeah, but if, if they don't want him there, they don't want him there. At this time. Mm-hmm. Right after something so painful happened and so many lives were lost. All right. Well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, a horrible morning, or maybe you feel blessed and you want to spread some positivity. Whatever it may be. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass this is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Anayo. Anayo, get it off your chest. Oh, I wanted to talk about uh, 50 Cent stealing my show, Power. Oh, oh wow. Nice. They're on their sixth season, bro. It's almost over. You're yeah, a little you should have brought right? this up. I understand all that, but going through the process is, is hard. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I was sitting up here going through the... Uh, the core system with it, and they keep pushing it back. So did you present your show to him and he stole your idea, or what happened? Yeah, in 2013, uh, I presented my show to him. He wanted to, uh, it wasn't a show, it was a book called The Drug Game Street Politics. And uh, so he wanted the book, but I said I'd email it. And when I email it, because you know you got to have paid for trails uh, when you deal with uh, entertainment. And when I emailed him, he was like, all, I, all he said was, thanks, we'll get back with you. And then nothing else happened. And then next thing you know, once I got to the third season or whatever, and um, and I started going back, and I was like, wait, this looks familiar. So once I got my, uh, you know, my lawyers in there, I was like, look, is you know, because you, you already know what you write. And um, I was like, Did yeah, you have the same characters? Did you have a ghost and a Tommy? Were they similar? How were they similar? The, the similar things is um, the twins... Uh, instead of a white, uh, instead of Tommy, it was a Puerto Rican. And then, like, uh, you know, the DEA agent, she was finished. Like, a lot of stuff, they kept the same. You know? Well, I'm going to tell you something, man. You're a hell of a writer. And uh, 50 did a great job with your book. Stop Have a nice day. Have a good one, man. <laughs> Hello, who's this? This is Kayla. Hey, Kayla, get it off your chest. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. Charlamagne. Good morning. Good morning. I just got a real big issue with you. Talk Why to me. don't you love us back? We love you so much in Detroit. Envy and ye is always here. You never come show us no love. Well, I don't know what to tell you. You know what? I'm, I'm supposed to be I'm supposed to be in Detroit. Um 
Uh, next Sunday for a mint. I don't know if I'm supposed to announce that, but it's like a mental health panel with a very famous Detroit native. <laughs> a couple of them, actually. You need, you need to come here a little bit more often. We love y'all so much. Mix and mingle with the people. Shout out to everybody in Detroit and Asian corned beef. You know they got that limited edition Yee Roll mm -hmm. in Detroit that you can pick some, up. I got business close to Detroit in Farmington. And shout to the uh, the house of Mary Jane out in Detroit. I like, I love those guys over there. Lorenzo! Yeah, what's going on? DJ MV, what's going on? What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Hey, listen, Charlemagne there? I'm right here, sir. Yo, what's going on, Charlotte? I'm blessed, black, and highly favored. What's happening? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, good morning, you too. But listen, good morning. Yo, why, I, I want to know what's going on um, within the past few years, like 10 years. Why everybody so got so damn like like sensitive over everything, man? You can't you can't say nothing online. You gotta watch it. You say, I be feeling like sometimes you ever heard of that? Like like you be seeing in movies like when people put in movies like that cryo sleep. I just feel like doing something like that. Oh, I'm going to sleep for like 10 years and come back and be like, yo, what's going on? Well, everybody's so fake politically correct. You can say whatever you want, you know what I'm saying? You just got to deal with the consequences of what you said, you know? And I think that everybody's so afraid of like these social media mobs and being attacked that they be walking tight ropes and walking on walking on thin ice because they don't want to be attacked by the mob. But, there is so much, about but there's so much access now, too. Before social media, we weren't hearing what everyone had to say about everything. Now everybody's voicing their opinions and sometimes they're saying things that maybe they regret saying or maybe they're not saying it in the right way. People and it's, only, they it's sometimes only, they're putting it out there to get overanalyzed by people. They only regret when they get attacked. That, that, that's understandable. <laughs> but, but, nah, that's, that's, that's cool. But it, you know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, let's say if Charlemagne, he don't ever post his kids, but if he posts his kids and he does something with his kids, you know, right away, oh my God, he shouldn't be doing this, this and this and that. Like, come on, yo, mind your business. Like, yeah, I, I agree with you. Everybody's, everybody's so sensitive. Everybody's so soft nowadays. But it's, it's, it's just the way society Bro, is. Bro, say whatever you want. Who gives a damn? Let the mob attack. I'm immune to it. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Cherise. Hey, get it off your chest, Cherie. Hi, good morning. First and foremost, I just want to say hello to all you guys. Good morning. Um, oh, good morning. Oh, my gosh, I can't believe I got through. I'm shaking. Okay, so um, I want to, first off, I want to shout out to all the teachers. This is our first week back in school. We're down here in Georgia. So this yes. is our first week back in school. So shout out to all the teachers. We got 180 days. Woo, we can make it, y'all. We can make it. So much um, love to all the teachers out there across the nation, too. Right, right. Okay, and also, I just turned 29 on Sunday, so I just want to send out a whole bunch of positive blessings to everybody out here who's, you know, just trying to make it through and, you know, just dealing with everyday life. But we pushing, we making it. It's a blessing to be alive. And I just want to say thank you to you guys. I'm, oh, my God, I'm so shaky. I can't believe I made it through. Um... <laughs> Um, but I just want to say thank you to you guys for just, you know, being you guys and just, you know, making our morning every morning. I listen to y'all every day. So thank you. Thank you. And thank All you right, to you for on. helping with the next generation of kids, man. Thank you. I have preschoolers, so it's, woo, it's a struggle. <laughs> but, but we got it. We got it. So thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Bye. Hello, who's this? Hey, Joel. What up, man? Get off your chest. Is it Joel or Joel? Which one is it? Joel. That's cool. Okay, Joel. What's up? Uh, I need to get it off my chest. I think y'all can help me out. Maybe Charlemagne. Uh, first of all, I want to thank y'all for uh, being on the radio every morning. Well, thank uh, you. Appreciate it. And uh, all right, so this woman saying 
that she just wants Trump in uh, El Paso. And uh, you're saying, Charlemagne, that uh, she's keeping the same energy, that, that hate energy that's going around. But mm-hmm. I want to know, I mean, how is it okay? And the first thing after the shooting happened, I mean, I'm on my way to work. You know, I turn the radio on like I do every day. Charlemagne is talking about vanilla ISIS. I mean, I feel like that's the same energy as well. Are you white? You're a white male? No. Nah. Oh, let me, let me ask you a question. I, I don't understand. That's like asking me after, you know, there's a, there's a terrorist attack by Muslims uh, getting on the radio and calling the Muslim terrorists out. Like, what's the difference? Because it's white males? Why do we protect white male domestic terrorists? I don't get it. We don't protect white male domestic terrorists. Okay, like, then. So, so, so you shouldn't be upset that I'm, call, you shouldn't be upset that I'm calling them out. You shouldn't be upset that I'm calling them out. They are vanilla ISIS, sir. They are the greatest terrorist. They are the greatest terrorist threat to America today. That's a statistical fact. How does it even work? You know I mean, how can you say that, though? That's like saying, all right, you just got this guy who was caught by his grandma that's on the news that she stopped a shooting from a black male. That's like calling him... I'm not even gonna say it over the radio because that's not right, man. You do know you right. you do know majority of mass shootings are from white males, right? Yeah, I know that. Okay, okay then. So there's nothing else to discuss. We're talking facts, my brother. Like there's nothing else to discuss. I feel you, facts. But the thing is, vanilla ISIS. I mean, it's cool to say, hey, there's two white dudes who just shot up the thing. All right, that's fine. But vanilla ISIS. No, nope. vanilla that's ISIS. That's uh, that's the name. Caramel. Nope. Like, that ain't anything. That, that ain't right. That's all. I mean, I'm just saying. Vanilla ISIS. That's what we running with, sir. Well, I, I don't, I'm not sitting here having this conversation with you. Thank you for calling and getting it off your chest, man. Vanilla ISIS. Well, Vanilla ISIS is going to hit me up? You threatening me now? No, I said in the future it's going to hit you up. You're going to look back and you're going to say, man, I called these just Vanilla ISIS. So I'm going I'm to I'm, I'm look back and I said I called a bunch of evil, murdering, mass shooters uh, a nickname that stuck. And I'm going yeah, to be, I'm gonna be happy with it. You're them to a race. So you're riding off the whole race. They're white males. What you want me to do? I know they're right, man. Yo, it's I know that, dude. But black people do the same thing. Spanish people do the same thing. Nope, you sure say, don't. Hey, I'm Spanish, bro. I'm not white at all. I have no ounce. You show me the last. You show me. Show me the last Spanish guy that's done a mass shooting, and bro. Show me. Show me three. Show me three Spanish guys that have done mass shootings in America. It isn't. What about America? Yo, it's the world, dude. What is? What does America matter, man? What are you talking about? You want to join? Mind, you, you sound like you want to join Vanilla ISIS. Well, Joel, thank you for calling. Yeah, I want to join. Yeah, you're ridiculous, dude. What's ridiculous thank is the way y'all cape for white males. White males thank don't you, need Joel. no protection. Don't need no protection from your Spanish ass. Get they got enough protection. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. Maybe you feel a little happier. You want to spread okay. some positivity? I got crazy. Oh, no, we got- I really didn't. It's just it's just really sad how we always constantly cape for white males. They are already the most protected, privileged, entitled people in this country. That's why nobody's making a big deal of the mass shootings now because of people like Joel that would jump in front of mass and say no. Don't talk about massa like that, please. That's well, the shootings are definitely a big deal. I don't. I wouldn't say no one's making a big deal out of it. No, nobody is profiling white males the way that they would if it was a black male, a Latino male, or a Muslim male. Well, guys, we have rumors on the way, and we have a Latino male that's joining us next hour. Yee, what we got in rumors? Is he Latino? Gonna- I think so. I thought he was, didn't he? I don't know. Me just just because he's light skinned don't mean I don't know. Oh, that's right. I thought he was. They do that to you, Envy. You're right. All right. We're going to talk about some TV shows that are being renewed and a brand new show that's coming to FX. It's a documentary series. All right. And Jason Lee will be joining us this morning. He's from Hollywood Unlocked, loving hip hop. We'll kick it with him. Is so that the move. Latino male you speak of? That's what I was. Or maybe he's not Latino. But anyway, he'll be here. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Damn blood pressure early. Morning, morning, everybody. It's DJ MV hey. Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We What's are the happening? Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's get to the rumors. 
Hey, let's talk Young Emmy. Uh, young Emmy, I'm sorry. Young Miami. Oh, my gosh. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. It's okay, bro. They're old. They all look the same. <laughs> no, they don't. Young yes, Miami. They do. I get it. Young Emmy from the City Girls. Let's go. <laughs> all right. Well, we told you about Young Miami yesterday and how her G-Wagon was targeted outside of Circle House Studios. She posted, thank you, everyone, for your expression of sympathy, prayers, and condolences. Me and baby Summer is perfectly fine. Thank you to everyone that reached out to me I'm okay love y'all so we're grateful for that so our love and prayers to young Miami uh, so let's start off with that next up Snowfall will be renewed for a fourth season on FX they're nearly five episodes into its third season they've already ordered a fourth season of that how, how, do we want Snowfall back without uh, the input of John Singleton yeah I'm sure that he would want the show to go on as well how much how much uh did he have to do with the creative of it all and the writing and stuff though because a lot of times when you take out the main ingredient from a show the show sucks look at the fourth season of the boondocks with no Aaron Magruder Right, well, I guess we'll see. I mean, he did create the show alongside Eric Amadio and Dave Andron, so maybe with those two people that he created the show with, mm. they'll be able to continue on for another season. Okay. All right, so uh, Atlanta's been renewed for season four. I feel like we knew that it was renewed. We just didn't know when it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. The other thing about it is whether or not he'll be filming that in Georgia, in Atlanta, especially now with the abortion law, the anti-abortion laws in Georgia. So a lot of people are moving their productions out of Georgia because of that. So they're not sure yet what Donald Glover wants to do. But the CEO of FX, John Landgraf, has said it's completely up to Donald Glover. He said that's Donald's call. We'll see what he has to say about that. Yeah, you kind of have to though, because you got to keep the, you know, you got to keep it authentic, authentic Atlanta, right? right? I would say. I mean, I there's a lot so. of movies that and shows that are not filmed in the place that they're saying they're in. That's what movie sets are for. Yeah, but this show is based off the culture of Atlanta, Atlanta black culture, hip hop culture. Yeah. Like, I understand the abortion laws, but you you got to keep it authentic, right? Yeah, maybe he wants to keep it authentic in real life and say, I'm not supporting these laws. And so then we're not going to give any more money to so the just throw a middle finger to Atlanta? But it's a show called Atlanta? Atlanta? It's like the shy. You take the shy and it's not in the shy. <laughs> that would be a little weird. I mean, they've done movies, uh, New Jersey Drive, and they didn't film that in New Jersey. How about take some of the money? I thought they did parts of it in New Jersey, though. No, they didn't film that in New Jersey. None of it at all? Because I don't think that was good press for the city. I don't think they wanted it about stolen cars in New Jersey to be filmed there. I thought they, I thought they did part of it there. How about take some of the money and fund some of these organizations that are pr protesting against the abortion? Laws. It's all type of ways to empower. But they're the not other saying side. they're not doing it. They're just saying whatever Donald Glover wants to do. They, he hasn't spoken on it yet. Okay. So if he doesn't want to film it there because of these anti-abortion laws in Georgia, I would he, keep it in Atlanta. He may not. All right, and Insecure is coming back. As you all know, for their season four, Yvonne Orji actually posted a picture of the script from the table read that they're doing in episode 401. She said, and so it begins again. Insecure HBO. I need more of the women interacting on Insecure. I need Issa's character and Yvonne's character and Amanda Seals' character and what's the other super funny young lady's name? Uh, oh man, I feel I like can't I can't remember her name, but I want all so four long. of them interacting. Like you know, that like gives, they used to. It gives me the living single girlfriends vibe when they do that. And they have their little get-togethers mm -hmm. and parties. I feel like they did that a lot. Remember when they went to the festival and they all that did? was hilarious. Yeah, that was a great episode. All right, now Jay Z and Will Smith are executive producing an ABC series, and that's going to be telling Emmett Till's story from his mother's perspective. That was actually shelved by HBO for years, and now Jay Z and Will Smith are going to executive produce it, and they said it finally has a home. It's been picked up by ABC as part of a civil rights anthology series, Women of the Movement. Dope. So we'll be excited to watch that. All right, is that... A, oh, and Tupac and Afini Shakur, there's a documentary series coming to FX as well. So these are all some great new things that are happening. How many Tupac stories are they going to tell? On television. 
So, well, it's, well, this one is focused on him and his mother. Outlaw, the saga of Athena and Tupac Shakur. It's a five-episode series that's directed by Alan Hughes. About their relationship. Oh, I heard about that yesterday. That should be called Dear Mama. I, did, I heard somebody literally told me about that yesterday. Okay. And PETA is asking the city to investigate The Tonight Show. And that is for improperly allowing celebrities like Kate Beckinsale and Jacob Anderson to play with animals on the broadcast. So they have a problem with this... Uh, Celebrities touching animals and uh, poking an African bullfrog and wild word of animals. Did they hurt hurt the animals? Uh, Not that I know of. I I didn't even actually see. I saw pictures from the episodes. Mm. I didn't see the episodes, but they also talked about a segment where Robert Irwin, who is the son of the late Steve Irwin, handles an alligator, a millipede, a miniature horse, and a mandrel on separate occasions. This has been going on for years. Johnny Carson and those guys used to play with animals on The Tonight Show. Why are they making an issue about this now? Like this has literally been going on for years. I don't know. So they're saying animals suffer every time they're exposed to the chaos of a television set and passed around like props. So they want to make sure that there's some violations. I feel like y'all 50 years too late on this, Peter. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now we got front page news. What are we talking about? Uh, Yes, we are going to be talking about uh, some stores that have now filed for bankruptcy, and this is kind of a legendary store. We saw this coming, though. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where we start with Yee? Uh, let's start with Texas. A Texas police department is apologizing, and that is for their treatment of an African-American man. They actually were mounted on horses, two police officers from the Galveston Police Department, and they had a man who was handcuffed who they were escorting, and it looks like they're holding him with a rope. Looked like he was on a leash. Yeah, Donald Neely is his name, 43-year-old Donald Neely, who was arrested and charged with criminal trespass, and he was released on Sunday. They said it was extremely embarrassing uh, to do that to this man. They said this is 1918, not 20, this is not 1819, it's 2019. And that image projected back to 1819 as if those were the fugitive slave hunters and that Donald Neely was a slave being with horse and rope brought down the street. I was surprised he didn't run. What was How? he going to run? He's handcuffed. <laughs> no, 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 no. But, but you got a guy comes up to you on a horse, a cop on a horse, you're not going to take off running? Uh, they probably handcuffed him before they got back on the horse. No, nah, but, but when you see the horses pull up and the cops, you're not going to take off running on What's a horse? What's the difference between horses and cars? How is that cop? How is it going to take a, a cop a long time to get off that horse and to get out that car but and to get back on? But it's a cop. Why would he run? Like, why don't I'm trying to He did something out. against the law. That's why you run. So you said well, he, he now, would run regardless of what the mode of transportation for the cop was. Some more about Donald Neely. So they're Let's saying hear. that he's been homeless for about seven years. Okay. He suffers from bipolar disorder and is not taking medication. And they said police knew that he suffered from a mental illness. Mm. And so they said that they, he has had previous encounters while living on the streets. So they already knew him and were familiar with him. And so I don't think he probably was about to run away from them. Mm. And why are they apologizing after the fact? Just because of the backlash? Yes. Of course. Yeah, because those cops are grown-ass men. that picture looks crazy. It does yeah, look those, crazy. those cops are grown-ass men who knew what they were doing before they did it. They're just apologizing now because of the backlash. They probably didn't think they was going to get uh, a photo taken of them. Now, Donald Trump will be visiting uh, El Paso today. And he'll also be going to Dayton, Ohio as well to meet with the victims of back-to-back shootings. And some people don't want him there. 
According to Cassandra Hernandez, she's a city council member that represents the neighborhood where the shooting occurred. Don't let, don't come here, Donald Trump. You are not welcome. And several El Paso officials also have also urged him not to come and visit. But um, the mayor of El Paso said that he will meet with Donald Trump. He's a Republican. Mayor DeMargo has no issue with that. I think uh, it's kind of hypocritical to chastise Trump for telling people they aren't welcome, only to turn around and tell Trump he's not welcome somewhere. Like I, I think that they feel like his rhetoric is part of the problem that's been causing all this pain and hurt and killings. So they feel like, is this rhetoric going to get any better? Even last night, he was tweeting about Beto O'Rourke and calling him a fake Hispanic and all kinds of things. Well, listen, people have said that about Beto O'Rourke before, but I mean, they don't... Doesn't but not it, now. Like, like, come on, we're... What, what is it? Whether you said it yesterday or today, you still said it before. All I'm saying is hate begets hate. And you shouldn't yeah. become what you dislike in others. And I thought the Democrats used to follow Michelle Obama's when they go low, we go high. I don't mind them keeping that same energy towards it's Trump. I'm just different. saying. But you also represent the people. And I think some of the people don't feel like right now is the appropriate time. People who have done Trump nothing. Because you're representing your district. Compared to somebody that's a racist. People who have done nothing compared to somebody that's a racist. He's a racist. If they don't want him here, they don't want him here. Now, He's the mayor the of Dayton said... Doesn't matter who he is. The yes, mayor of Dayton, Mayor He's Nan Willie, said she plans to tell Trump how unhelpful he's been. And here's what she had to say. Gun reform is definitely an example where nothing's happened. You're tell him how unhelpful he's been. Look, I mean, if I'm telling you, I'm going to tell him. What are you going to tell him? Like how, how unhelpful he's been on this. I mean, yesterday his comments weren't very helpful to the issue around guns. Because he might go there and say more hateful things, and I don't think that's what people need right now. Listen, whether he says them in El Paso or says them from the White House, it doesn't matter. You can't ignore the president, and I would rather them be up in his face holding his ass accountable. Period. Just like when you make when you make when you say negative things about Baltimore, take your ass to Baltimore then and let the people of Baltimore hold you accountable for not sending federal aid or whatever. Hold the president accountable. Nah, don't come here for no press picture. No, nah, I'm with them. Man, if, he, if, he's, if, he, if I don't want him here, I don't want him here. You can't ignore the president, bro. Well, he's Beto the president of the United out, States of America. He and tweeted he's out, 22 people so, in my hometown so are dead after an act of terror inspired by your racism. El Paso will not be quiet, and neither will I. All right, and Barney's is seeking bankruptcy protection, and they're going to close most of their stores. They actually were trying to... Well, they got like four stores, though, right? Five yeah. stores? Yeah, and then I guess they have the outlet stores, too. I don't know if those are going to close. L.A., New York, Chicago, I think, San Francisco. Chicago, Vegas, and Seattle will close. Oh, and damn. there's 12 concept and warehouse locations as well that are going to be closing. So they're going to keep the ones open in Boston, Beverly Hills, California, San Francisco, and the warehouse locations in New York and in Cali. Taking plenty of clothes back to Barney's in my day. Sure have. Remember one time I You're got part of the reason. I don't give a it's damn. Closet. I got gassed up to You're buy some there. $1,500 jeans <laughs> eight, nine years ago, and I took them right back. Felt so goddamn stupid in those $1,500 jeans for what? Well, part of the issues that they're having in New York is their rent is sky high. And I can definitely believe that. I remember one time that Barney's was having a huge sale around the holidays. I was like, let me go see if I could catch a sale. And I went there and I parked in the lot right across the street. And that parking was $76. $76. I was like, whoa. If you'd have parked I, two blocks down, it'd have been 42 I didn't know. Uh, Are you complaining until about, I was going to get out. You complaining about $76 and you're about to go in there and spend three or four grand? No, the point of going to the sale was that you don't spend three or four How grand. much you think you would have spent? I spent about $1,800 exactly. altogether. <laughs> $1,876. You still spend a lot of money. That's a grip, $1,800. No, it is a lot of money, but I got some great sales. And it was a holiday, so I was buying gifts for people. But $76 is a lot for parking. I'm it sorry. Is. I'm Listen, you know I take the train all the time here because the train is $2.75. Y'all probably didn't know that. But that's how much the train costs in New York because I do not want to pay for parking. It that's feels like a waste of money to there. me. Taking the train all to Barney's to spend $1,800. That's <laughs> I high, definitely would have done that. That's high low spending. Trust me. I would have definitely taken the train what if, if I would have you get robbed known. on the train after you leave Barney's? <laughs> 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 if I see you on the train with some Barney's bags, I'm getting you. Yeah, I'm good. We go to the um, sample sales. I go on the train with all kinds of bags.
He does. I definitely do. <laughs> he definitely does. All right. All right. Well, that is front page news. Now, when we come back, Jason Lee will be joining us. Of course, he's from Hollywood Unlocked and Loving Hip Hop LA. So we'll kick it with him when we come back. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. You got money <laughs> from Hollywood Unlocked. You might know him from there, Jason Lee. Welcome, sir. Welcome Man, back. Jason got back. a bag. Yo, and Angela's here. Yeah, and I wasn't here when you were here before, but again, thank you, Jason Lee, for actually giving the Breakfast Club an award. Of course. When you had your ceremony, so if you want to tell us what that was all about. Yeah, so uh, I had told the story at the at the brunch that I was on MTV and VH1 and and uh, applied to go to the MTV Awards, and then my <laughs> told me I couldn't come. So I was like, how is it that I'm on the network and can't come? So I went and created my own award show, mm -hmm. the Hollywood Unlocked Social Impact Brunch. So when we were going through the list of you know people who are important to us, of course the Breakfast Club was at the top of the list, so... The Breakfast Club got the Culture Award. We just got the name plays back, so we'll be sending that in the mail soon. What's that iHeart bag, though, like? You know, first of all, <laughs> round of applause to Jason Lee. Congratulations. Four thank years. You, He's been you. building Hollywood Unlocked. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, now it's nationally syndicated. Man, look, last time I was here, I said uh, this uh, interview was an important part of that journey because I feel like people actually really see you when you're here. And uh, what I do, when I want to shout Charlamagne because as soon as we walked out, he got on the phone and hit the folks up at iHeart and said, hey, we need to figure out some with Jason. Next day I was on a call and here I am, nationally syndicated. What's that bag like, though? Uh, the bag is really I didn't nice. want to text you and ask you. I wanted to wait to see well, you. This is what I will say. You got I a different heart, cologne on. I know that much. He has Versace. Hey! I, heart, I, heart, <laughs> <laughs> I, I look at DJ Envy's Instagram. I got goals. <laughs> I, I will say, the thing I love about iHeart, you know, white folks pay on time. I, they called me about the check. They were like, are you ready for the wire? I'm like, are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Send so, uh, yeah, thank you, iHeart. Now tell us about the show, which is a two-hour show, right? Is the countdown it's explain to people who, who don't yeah. know what it is. Okay, so Hollywood Unlocked, you know, we, we say we're the post of pop culture. We talk, mm -hmm. you know, reckless, interview uh, a lot of the different people that are out there in the, in the business, both on the on the pop culture side and, you know, white side. But we also talk to, you know, folks who are part of uh, hip-hop. So the two-hour show is going to basically be us uh, interviewing people that you know and asking the craziest questions. Like that Antoine Fuqua, I want him right now. Uh, <laughs> the other day, he sent me a cease and desist letter. I get no. Sued. Now I'm getting sued more after this interview. Matter of yeah. fact, because you asked me if I'm getting sued, yeah. now they think it's just a gateway to send me well, lawsuits. Why, why did he send me a cease and desist? Well, you know, Antoine Fuqua, uh, you know, he's in the news because he was out there messing around with his family friend, Nicole Murphy. Mm -hmm. And so. Just a friendly uh, kiss. Yeah, I mean, it was like Jordan Woods sitting on Tristan's lap. That's the thing in Hollywood, mm -hmm. right? Or, or Charlamagne sitting on Wendy Williams' lap. Just, just. That was years ago. Man, I can't wait for that reunion. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, apparently uh, we had dug up some receipts. I guess he had a kid or something on his wife some time ago, allegedly. So there's these court documents. Really? Yeah. There's these court documents, and so we put it up, and so he doesn't want us to talk about them. But I'm like, My n if you was just focusing on movies and not cheating on your wife, none of us would be paying attention to Black you. Black men don't cheat. Was there any other offers on the table? Any other situations? You don't have to say the names. Well, we had been talking to people, and I think, you know, the fact that iHeart decided to take a risk, and, you know, I, I first thing I said to them before the wire came was, what do you what do you want me to polish up? Because I'm sure there's some shit you want me to clean up. They were like, nah, don't change. 
If there's any notes, we'll give them to you like we give to Charlamagne. I said, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Notes? They ain't never gave me no notes. <laughs> just, that was a joke. Oh, that was a joke. Relax. I said on this platform, I, I, they have never told us, don't say anything, don't have this guest, nothing at all. Yeah. I wasn't here when you came to the Breakfast Club yeah. last time, but is it ever a concern for you when you have relationships with somebody, reporting on stories about them? Has that ever been an issue for you? No, like you saw a lot. So I'm back on Love and Hip Hop. I know everybody's like, why did you go back to Love and Hip Hop? That's so, you I know. I thought you wasn't going to do it. Well, the bag was right. A lot um, of bags. And, and, Basically about his bag. Well, bro. let me say this. The bag was right. I Shout out to Mona and Big Fish. They did a great job with that. But also, I like the fact that this season, they actually are shooting real shit. My brother who was murder, uh, murdered when I was 19. That was a real important part of my life. I think it's an important part of people getting to know who I am. So when they approached me and said, we'd love to tell that story, and then the money was right, I was like, of course. So I say that to say, last episode, I had to confront A1 about uh, his cheating on Lyrica Anderson. And yeah, it was uncomfortable, but it is, I mean, I'm going to put it up and you're going to run into me anyway, so I might as well just tell you. You know, I, I like giving people a heads up. Like I was here last time talking about Chloe. I give you the heads up so we can put in what you say. You said it ain't true. Well, what were y'all doing? Hey, when's the last time you got threatened for, for putting something up? I haven't been threatened yet. I absolutely know with this new show I'm going to get threatened, but here's the deal. Because <laughs> you be out, too. No, I'm out. out. I will call the police. I, let me tell you something. <laughs> Give me I'm, I'm, I'm sending y'all to the job. No, what's emergency? No, let, Come now. Let's be clear. Run up on me if you want to, because that is great content. I can create a video series out of the journey going to take, sending you to jail, suing you, uh, you know, I'm going to troll you to death, like like Lil Nas, him trolling being gay. Mm -hmm. I said on my Instagram, there's this whole new, there's a new gay uh, level of gay. There's there's the weekend gay, you know, you're just gay on the weekend. There's the homeless sexual. Who <laughs> what, you said the weekend? Yeah, the I thought homeless. you were saying the weekend was gay. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just a breaking story. No, it's yeah. a homeless, homeless there's sexual. a homeless sexual that needs a place to live, so he might, you know, suck it. <laughs> Here and, there. and then there's and then there's the you know the the totally trolling gay like I'm just gonna troll being gay because being gay is cool, and I'm gonna get my cloud up. I don't I, I don't know what's going on in the industry these days. So yeah, Do you think Lil Nas X is really gay? I saw you I saw you ranting about that. I, no, I just called him ugly like 82 times. He ain't really that ugly. I only trolled him because I felt and he followed us by the way. Shout out to you. Uh, <laughs> there, he he's a talented kid. You know, he's what a I'm kid. Saying? He is a kid. He's a, when you over 18, I'm going to say over 19. You're, it's fair oh, game. 19, like 21. Yeah, 20, 20, oh, okay, okay. And that beat Mariah Carey. He can take a, he can take yeah, a blow. Right. right. No pun intended. And, and he also was a troll himself. <laughs> yes, he knows the game. He's mm -hmm. like Soldier Boy. It is what it is. All right, we got more with Jay Lee. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Right now, we're still kicking it with Jason Lee from Love & Hip Hop LA and Hollywood Unlocked. Yee. Are there people sliding in your DMs? Since this is iHeart deal, yeah. yeah we I know somebody in this room thinks you're handsome, Jace. Who? Who thinks I'm handsome? I'm going to let you figure it out. I'm a married man. Charlamagne's a married man. I'm going to let you figure He's it out. He's taking... That is three. Well, ye, ye doesn't count because she's not in the well, running. Well, listen, it's not a woman, exactly. <laughs> okay, so Ye doesn't Ooh. count. I'm going to let you figure it out. Listen, keep the... You've made eye keep, contact keep with the twice. Show <laughs> <laughs> I'm making eye contact with everybody. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Stop Anybody <laughs> good in your DMs? No, you no. Would... I think, you know, after I said the whole Jussie Smollett thing last time, mm -hmm. I think people were like, yeah, I'm not with him. <laughs> yeah, you ass. Why are you making that man uncomfortable? But I don't even want... Who are you talking about? Him over there? Eddie's and he's married. Not him. Eddie married. You close, though. Marriage don't mean shit. 
Okay, you Well, warm. let me ask you this. Do you <laughs> warm as a hot potato. Do you like beards? <laughs> do I like beards? Like guys beards. with beards. Not beards, like not, the guys. Not guys who, that are pretending. Oh, you guys are throwing him under the bus? What's wrong with you guys? <laughs> no, I was just asking a question. Listen, I'm an equal opportunist. As long as you have good hygiene and, mm -hmm. like, you know, whoever else you on the side ain't gonna be on my Instagram. I'm cool. That's right. You got you know, good hygiene. There's only two people I've heard him say he got a crush on. It was you and Lizzo. Oh, Lizzo. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> with Yo, Lizzo out here doing her thing though. I love. And Lizzo. this is what I understand about the internet. People are so unfair. Like I get fat shamed, you know, because I'm not skinny at all. But then Lizzo is praised. Lizzo is praised for being overweight, and she's like, I mean, she's like not even like discreet fat, which is not a bad thing. She just put. All my fat out there, fat. Yeah, yeah, I'm but you know what? She does get body shamed. Also, she just chooses to be really positive. I love it. And the message that she sends out, because there are definitely people saying negative things. But I think when you put that positivity out there so much, there's going to be a she, lot more positive. She's, she's my hero. She's actually one of my favorite people right now, and I, I love. Her whole movement. I love how she's embraced it. And I mean, you if you attack Lizzo, yeah, I think you're just a hater. And you see she goes through it too. I mean, she's done posts herself where she talks about dealing with her own issues with depression and, and feeling a certain way. So yeah. everyone goes through it. Yeah. When you're in that spotlight. Well, I don't though, because keep talking about me. I just keep keep on talking about me. I actually want to interview Nicki Minaj. You guys have had the privilege of doing that. Is that a fun interview? A few times. Yeah. That's I haven't seen Nicki in a while. Yeah, Nicki was fun when she Nikki. came up here. She cursed me and yeah at one time, but she's mm -hmm. she pretty yeah. fun. Yeah. She's uh She's invited on the show. I, I want to. Why do you want to interview Nicki Minaj? I just think it would be fun. She's gonna check you first and foremost. That's though. okay. We we'll check each other. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. it's an equal opportunity mm -hmm. checking. Mm -hmm. The Bob still on your ass? No. They, they, the Barb's have left me alone. The Ariana Grande fans have left me alone, okay. and the Beehive has left me alone. Everybody's leaving me alone. Everything is good Why right now. Why was the Beehive somewhere. bothering you? Because my team, Keisha, oh, was on the Rock Nation you brunch. You love Beyonce, well, no, The Rock Nation brunch. <laughs> <laughs> they said I was chasing her around the party. That was funny. I ain't gonna lie. It was I was. <laughs> a little bit. No, but my team got a picture of Beyonce's twins. Mm -hmm. Oh, I remember that. And we were like oh, excited, yeah. like, oh my gosh, she finally shared the kids. So I'm like, oh, the kids are so cute. Put the put it up. And then the next thing I know, Newsweek is calling, and they're like, how did you steal these photos? I'm like, steal these photos? They oh, in the house and took pictures. They, 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 they put pictures. online that I was sneaking in their house. First of all, if I get in Beyonce, <laughs> this is crazy, right? That's what First, you did? You got into the house? No. Listen, I'm just on, on one week, I'm chasing her around the party. The next week, I'm in her house taking photos of the kids off wow. the wall. Did you get a cease and desist from anybody? On Rock Nation? No, but shout out to uh, Yvette Noshore. She called. Mm -hmm. She the said, oh, baby, baby, I need you to take that down. I go, what happened? She goes, that that wasn't authorized. I said, okay, cool. I took it down. But it's kind of too late then. It was everywhere. Yeah, everybody then took it from there by then. Not oh, really, because I, I didn't see it nowhere after Hollywood Unlocked. What? I hit Newsweek up. Yeah. I was like, and I went off on them, and they, they, I thought they would take it down. They just, like, retracted and said, Jason Lee said he wasn't there. And so, still there. Mm -hmm. Right. Listen, let me ask you something about Beyonce, yeah. right? Um, <laughs> the dude in there who got a crush on you, he said that Beyonce was overrated. Who said that? And then he said, Drake what he said Drake was a bigger star wait, 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 than Beyonce. This say? I don't want to. Currently, <laughs> in current the current climate, Drake is a bigger star. Bigger than what? Than Beyonce. Beyonce. More more relevant right now as far as music and putting out product. I would say. So I'm gonna just say this. First of all, that you know the Bible talks about one sin that's not forgivable and it's blasphemy. <laughs> uh, I went to see Beyonce at Coachella and we enjoyed. I mean, it was magnificent performance, homecoming or whatever. We didn't know she was filming a whole album and a movie. Mm. At the same time. Yeah, Her work yeah, yeah. ethic is beyond, like, nobody can question that, right? Drake undoubtedly is one of the best. Um, I'll tell you a quick Drake story about how I got thrown out of this party last time before I, uh, <laughs> after the, come here. 
Tristan Thompson, that bitch has That's another one I would love to have on my you show. You just be going too. on just random. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. I'm, I'm having flashbacks. You got Beyonce right that now. That had me escorted out in public. We're going right. to talk about all that. Let's talk we, about, yeah, let's we talk gotta, about, <laughs> probably get back to that, but let's talk about who's bigger for drum. Beyonce, mm -hmm. period. Mm -hmm. Drake would say that, though. Don't he have a yeah. song called Beyonce? Exactly. Yeah, something like that. Now, why did Drake kick For drum, you just don't know what bigger is. That's all. I do. Hey. <laughs> hey, this is the best. This is the best show ever. You don't like so what you said? No, I don't want right. Wait, but are you Middle Eastern? No, Puerto Rican. <laughs> uh -huh. What do I think you did a Puerto Rican guy? No, because this Middle Eastern slid in my DMs last night. I'm going to hit his ass when I get back to L.A. Okay, so what hey, happened? Drake, do you have Drake now? Okay, no, we off Drake. Drake is definitely you said like... You got the out of oh, no, Drake didn't. Shout out to Drake. Drake, I went to a Drake party in London, and he actually... I mean, I think it was uncomfortable that I was there, but he was like, you know, we had a conversation. I've known Drake before he got famous when he, you know, didn't have no money. And I told him, hey, you can have my phones. I ain't here to report. I'm just here to have a good time. Fast forward. Uh, Serge Ibaka, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, Carrie Hilson's ex. Uh, so it's so messy in here. But he, he won the championship, you know, uh, the t Toronto Raptors. So he invited me. Drake threw them a party, and he invited me. So I was excited. I went out. You know, I got dressed, I get there, and as soon as we walk in, Tristan's at the bar, and I'm like, damn. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, and now, that was probably the most awkward running, because I ain't seen him since, you know, he cheated on his uh, baby mama's sisters. And you broke friend. the story. Oh, absolutely. Black men don't cheat. Tristan's Canadian, though, so he don't count. Yeah, okay, so that <laughs> was standing at the bar, and then my phone rang, so I go, okay, I'll be right back. So I get the phone, I go to walk outside to talk on the phone, because hey. I'm meeting somebody else. And they kind of, you know how somebody just kind of like, you feel an arm behind you, but like an usher in church, they was just ushering me out the door. So I said, hold on a minute. I said, what was, what's that? What's going on? So they said, oh man, you know, this is a private party. We're going to have to ask you to leave. So people outside are like, hey, Jason, can you get me in? I'm like, how can I get you in? I'm getting kicked out. <laughs> what the f I ain't never been kicked out. So I left and Serge and them were like, come back, we'll get you back in. But yeah, he had me escorted out. I didn't know him and Drake were good friends like that. Now in an awkward situation where you see Tristan Thompson at an event, would you have said hello before you, if you didn't get kicked out? Would you go up and be like, how you doing? I would have gone up to him and said, hey, Tristan, what's up, man? I would love to interview you. I would, I, I would, I would <laughs> no love No shame. To, no shame. And you had no security? That day I didn't. I mean, listen, I don't think that you're, I don't think that you could be taken serious as a commentator, radio personality, moderator, until you get punched in the face. Especially if you're spicy. If you're spicy and you got a, a strong POV, I think you got to get punched in the face. It's happened. I've been punched twice. Have you? Yes. Joe Budden's been punched. Like, you got to get punched. Jim okay. Rome. Remember Jim Rome? Wait, so I'm going to get punched? Probably. <laughs> Wendy Williams Maybe never got not, punched, though. did she? She got ran up on. But she didn't get punched. Yo, I've been hanging with Wendy, Well, man. Angie Martinez. She got punched. No, no she punched Wendy. Yeah, she did. Yeah. You never read Angie's book? No. Oh, you got to read Angie's book. Yeah, yeah they got into a, a yeah. cuffs. Books? Really? Mm -hmm. um, I've been hanging with Wendy lately. She, man, I wish I could have saw y'all back together. I mean, just together. I'm waiting for her to come here or you to go there. At some point, I, we just need to see that. Well, you know her ex-husband is back working with her That's as her business true. manager. No, no, That's no, not it's true. not. No, it's Wendy not is living her. I'm not going to tell her business because, you know, I have an agreement that whatever we all do on private time is private, but I will say Wendy is out here living her life and she's... Not back together, but business no. manager. It's not true. I don't think so. Well, we look forward to hearing this show that uh, yeah. premieres August 17th. Drum, you need parting words? What's wrong with you, bro? I, I ain't dated a Puerto Rican in a long time either. I'm hey. Hey. My, my ex wasn't gay. My ex wasn't gay. It's not about being gay. It's about, being gay. it's about catching a vibe. Exactly. <laughs> and you guys were not here to out people, like, like we said earlier. Catching a vibe. seemed like a nice guy, but I ain't catching that vibe. We're not here to out people, so don't do that. You said what? We're not here to out people, so don't do that. No, he just said that Jason was handsome. He said he was a nice guy. It's okay. We can continue this. I hope you get your Antoine Fuqua interview. Yeah, yeah. I'm coming for you. What do you drink? 
What? Water. That's right. <laughs> hey, here you go. Hey, whatever what you need, Trump. He got it. <laughs> it's Jason Lee. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How are we uh, feeling? I'm happy we were able to make a slight love connection this morning between uh, iHeart's Jason Lee and uh, iHeart's DJ Dramos. That's right. DJ Dramos has been very kinky this morning. Very I'm, I'm sitting, kinky. I'm laying here doing my push-ups, watching something on my my, my you know my monitor. Your my monitor. Laptop, Actually, say, you weren't doing push-ups. You were just laying on your stomach on the floor. I was just finished my set of push-ups. As I was walking out of the door, I noticed DJ. I mean, DJ Dramos have a little twinkle in his eye, and yeah, he was he was side eyeing your. He ass was staring at my ass, phone. and he was taking pictures of my ass. Kind of strange. Kind of strange. Kind of strange. Now let me ask you this: mm. If I was a woman, and he was doing this, what would happen then? You could go to Human Resources. So I can go to Human Resources now? I mean, you could, but they'd laugh. You guys are really harassing Dramos. What? He's minding his business. Oh, no, 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 no. We're defending ourselves. Yes, we are defending ourselves. (laughs) I was minding my business. That's the problem, you, when when men speak up against the harassment we face in the workplace, you laugh at us. Right. You know what I'm saying? We would never laugh at you if that was the case. Never laugh at you. I'm not laughing at all. I watched this man taking pictures of my guy's ass. All right? Your guy? Okay. Yeah. You ain't never seen me take pictures of his ass, Trump. That is true. Did you or did you not try to take pictures of DJ Envy's ass drama? Answer the question. No, I did not. What were you taking pictures of then? I was taking pictures of a grown man laying on the ground over here. Oh, wow. I thought you were doing push-ups. I was. Wow. I was. If I was at the gym doing squats, you take a picture. That's harassment. What's the difference? You're kinky, man. What do you plan to do with them pictures later, drum? What? (laughs) (laughs) What me? What do you plan to do with those pictures later? On Instagram, that's it. Wow. Mm. So now you, you take my personal pictures you and just objectify my, you for the world just, to see. You want to just objectify him for the world to see, Drum? This is this is disgusting. It's this disgusting. is getting out of hand. You guys I'm, remember this? Envy, I will kiss you in the mouth right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we turned you on. You want to be part of <laughs> You want to join the party, clearly. That's all, that's all I hear. The only reason you could be reminding us of that is because okay. you want to join the party. All right. Well, yeah, we have rumors on the way? Uh, yeah, let's talk about sometimes going too far. <laughs> yeah. We'll tell you what artist says. All right. Sometimes... His activity went too far. And that's why my son says we're sus up here. He says, Charlamagne, now you're going to say DJ Drama. You're sus too. All no, right. I'm not in it. All right. Breakfast Club. Rumors up next, y'all. Hey. Morning, <coughs> morning everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee. Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Yeah, that's us. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Lil Nas X. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Little Nas X has admitted that his past online activity would sometimes go too far. <laughs> I think we all know that. He was in Paper Magazine, and the writer, Stephanie Smith Strickland, asked him about his now-defunct at Nas Mirage Twitter account, where he would be trolling people. He said, now, I do try to stay positive online. I'll ask myself, is this going to offend somebody before I do it? A lot of the stuff I used to do years before would sometimes go too far. I know I have a platform now, so there's more of a need to make sure nothing is hurtful or too crazy. Even dealing with mean people, I can do it because I understand them. I used to sometimes say mean-ish for no reason. I know that when people say things, they're just thoughts that might be there today, but I'm going to care about tomorrow. What am I even gaining from acknowledging it? I told you, I, I heard he was a, um, I guess a, yeah, a bar. Yeah, Naz Mirage was And you said go at people crazy. Crazy. Ain't nothing more vicious online than the Bob's Let me see if I ever blocked him. Can I tell? Even though the page isn't up there anymore. But he he talks about a lot of other things. Uh, he talks about uh, his belief in signs and the number and, and numbers and numerology and all of that. 
And um, he talked about uh, he was going to uh, originally at L.A. Pride from 2-7 to the night go out. And he said, well, there goes those numbers again. And so the nine became the number for his family because uh, his sister ended up having her baby on the ninth. So he believes in all of that. You guys believe in like lucky numbers? Absolutely. And- nine is the highest level of change. Everything must go from knowledge to born in order to be. So, yes, I do believe in that. So he can't say nothing about anybody harassing him or going at him as much as he did. Well, at right? least he understands it. No, nah, I can't understand he it. I'm understand- sure he heard a lot of people's failings. I'm sure he heard a lot of people. No, uh, I'm saying at least he can understand it no. now, though. Like, now yeah. he says he he knows why people do the things he did. He said sometimes he would just say things just to say them. Yeah, and also, you know, he's, what, 19, 20, 21 years old? I don't know how old he is, but he grew up in this culture of social media where the truth to the matter is uh, being... Vicious, being angry, slandering people. That was just as part of the culture of social media. Eek. All right, now let's talk about American Crime Story Season 3. It's going to focus on Bill Clinton's impeachment. And guess who's producing it on FX? Who? Monica Lewinsky. Mm-hmm. You guys here for it? They just put her name on there to, to get more people in, in, involved. I, mean, I guess excited. you should let her executive produce it. I mean, she was at the, you know, she is a star that's candle. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that's just, you know, she said people have been co-opting and telling my part in this story for decades. In fact, it wasn't until the past few years that I've been able to fully reclaim my narrative. What if we find out it wasn't even a blowjob? It was like a handjob. You can't, can't say either you one can't of those. Oh, oh God, we have rules and regulations. You just can't say anything. And you're aware of that. What's wrong with you? I'm just saying, what if we find out it wasn't really fellatio? It was okay. just a handjob or something. Like, that would change the whole... Look, stop. What? You, can't, you can't say that even, man. What's we wrong with you, man? You can't you, say man? both of those you can't, What's wrong with you? You can't say H.J.? No, no, you cannot. Okay, well, what if it was fellatio? Please, there's no more. What if we find out... Hush, what if we find out (laughs) it wasn't fellatio, but it was just... Rub and tug. Boom. You can say that. You know what I'm saying? That would change... Don't look around. You can say rub and tug. That would change the dynamics of 30 years of, like... That's not political. ...content. This, but you can say it. No, I don't know if you can. Yes, you can. Well, I ain't see that in the employee... Yeah, me neither. (laughs) Oh. Have you guys read it? <laughs> or you just click yes, 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 yes? That next to, they, story? Need to, they need to make a Breakfast Club handbook oh for future goodness. generations. You guys are crazy. There's a lot of things I weren't aware you could say. All right, say. let's talk about one of the greatest rappers of all time, <laughs> Wale. Goodness. Wale tweeted out, I'm one of the greatest rappers of all time. There, I said it. That's right. He said, everybody go listen to my single, though. I'm talking big because I'm doing big-ish with mm-hmm. the love, though. And then he said, who can do Golden Salvation Bricks and then jump on no hands seamlessly? Me. That's who. Go listen, Black Heroes, then let's talk some more. Some people will act like Bonnie never happened. It's fine, though. Sad, but it's fine. We'll go there another day because I ain't going to stop making songs like that. It's amazing to me that, you know, more artists don't realize you have to be your own hype man. Like, you got to be your biggest cheerleader. Like, think about T.I. when he started calling himself the king of the South. And everybody else started calling himself the king of the South. Mm-hmm. When Lil Wayne said he's the greatest rapper alive, everybody else started saying it. Like, sometimes you got to own it. Yeah. Wale is a really great rapper, too. I, listen, when he said it, I'm like, I don't see any reason why yeah, he, can't he can't be in the conversation. He didn't say I'm the greatest rapper of all time. He said, he said I'm one, one of them. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't see is why. Is that a great? I'm one of them. Why shouldn't he be in the conversation? And there's all these lists that have been circulating. Stupid. I know. I don't even understand. Make no sense. Stupid. Where all of this came from. Stupid. That everybody's making their own top I don't understand list. why everybody started talking about the, the original list that started circulating. I don't even know the source of that list. Like, yeah, why no, would I, nobody knows the source like, of that why list. Would you do, what's the credibility behind that list? I it came from list? a podcast. I don't know. Everybody keeps saying that, but what podcast? No, like, I don't know. No. I just saw that Joe Button was number three. And that's that's when you should stop. That's when you, <laughs> as soon as you see that, as soon as you see that, you shouldn't even debate it. You not saying that Joe Button isn't one of the greatest rappers of all time because he is, but number three, stop it. Stop. Kanye. Joe don't even believe that. 
Or maybe he does. Yeah, Joe probably believes yeah, he probably that. He probably thinks number one. But... Give I mean, another list, though. I don't even know who does these lists. They put these lists out and everybody argues, but who puts these lists Evan, out? Evan, you made it onto some lists as well. It was a DJ list, but who put the DJ <laughs> list out? Like, come on. You know who put that out. Come on. Let's Come on. Let's be honest. Why let's are you serious. mad? I'm not. If you were number one, I bet that list would be legitimate. I am number one. No, I'm saying on that list. Oh. I don't know who you did that list. You make your own list. Put yourself number one. That's whack. Go ahead and say it. I'm the greatest DJ of all time. I ain't got to say it. Say it. You know? Say it. Nobody knows. Bro. Everybody knows. No, I don't know. <laughs> say nobody it. Knows. Everybody knows. Can we stop, please? Everybody knows. All right. Guys. Say I'm one of guys. the greatest DJs guys. of all time. I ain't got to say it. Come on, guys put it out there, they Evie. They know. Stop, they guys and girls. Now, one of them. You can say one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can say one of them. Say one of them. Say it. No, I ain't got to say it. They know. Who's they? Who's they? Everybody. And what do we know? Oh, my God. You said it. You don't even DJ no more. I do. <laughs> you sell houses. You DJ in years. <laughs> <laughs> you just, just want me to just, just play basketball? I do a bunch of things. I DJ. Okay. I'm, we got Flippin' NJ and Flippin' DJ. I'm into real estate. I, I agree. I, listen, Envy, I agree I that you're more than a DJ, bar, but you have, have to DJ. I have a soda company. I have See, a lot going on. Why are you getting mad? Why are you getting mad? That ain't nothing. Don't, but Your by name way, is DJ Envy. I got to do with DJ. Have DJing. a clothing line. What I got to do with DJ? I DJ about three, four times a week. No, you okay. don't. And venues that hold a lot of millions. No. Say it. Say it. Millions. You're there. It's actually thousands. You're there, but are you actually DJing? I am. Okay. I am that, that right. actually DJing. And when Envy does okay. his mix, how many markets does that mix go out to every morning? No, I don't. I, like I don't have to brag. Like, you just bragging for two minutes. Shut up. Bragging, boys. Come on, guys. It's not about All that. All jokes aside, I'm gonna tell you something. I'll think about this last night. Pulling the next man up. You know, a little you, know, you, know, you know who we don't give enough credit to? <laughs> All jokes aside, you know who we don't give enough credit to? No. Oh. Speaking of rub and tug, DJ Clue. We no. really don't. Why? 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 Speaking of why? 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 Speaking of rub and tug. Why? Why? I don't why, know why. Why? 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 Rumors well, are over. I'm Angela Yee. That was <laughs> like, your rumor report. We don't give enough credit to DJ Clue. Who does it? People he was on the list. General. I do. All but the time. Your, but that's your that's your OG though. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. That's different. You come up with the culture. Bye guys. All right. My last your rumor report. Speaking of rubbing tug, Charlemagne, who are you giving that dog you to? <laughs> that was a weird transition. It very was a weird transition. Uh, we'll talk about it for after that. <laughs> I have to, have to get my thoughts together. All right. <laughs> That'll happen next. Keep it locked. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, Charlemagne. I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed up. So like a donkey. Yeehaw. Okay. Donkey right. of the Day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but Donkey of the Day is a new one. Yes, Donkey of the Day for Wednesday, August 7th, goes to the NCAA for their new NCAA new agent regulations rules. Now, uh, let's be clear, the NCAA is trash. All right, people have to start calling it what it is. They're the biggest stick-up artists, robbers, thieves on the planet. The NCAA are nothing but bloodsuckers. Uh, you're talking about an organization that makes billions of dollars and student-athletes get none. Uh, I honestly don't understand. I don't understand why any top student athlete that has the option to go to the pros out of high school goes to college, uh, but whatever. I would rather them go play overseas if they aren't going to be a top draft pick, you know, develop their game, come to the NBA later, all right? Now, there is no question that the hottest agency in the NBA right now is Rich Paul and Clutch Sports Manage Management. Drop one of the clues bombs for Rich Paul and Clutch Sports Management. I mean, let's look at some of the people on the roster. John Wall, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Tristan Thompson, Draymond Green, Ben Simmons, Miles Bridges. I mean, the guy's got... Damn near everyone. And not only that, he has power. All right. He has shifted the landscape of the NBA this summer by getting his client, Anthony Davis, traded to the Lakers to play with his other client, LeBron James. And truthfully, I don't know why any athlete, especially black athletes, would sign to any other agency. Uh, Rich Paul is of the culture. 
No disrespect to these other agents with less melanin, but you don't know my people like I know my people. All right? You don't know my culture. All the struggles we face like I know my culture and the struggles we face. And Rich Paul has been there to help develop the greatest basketball brand of the last 16 years, LeBron James. Sports Illustrated put Rich Paul on the cover and said, and I quote, the most polarizing figure in the NBA is not any player, any owner, any exec, or even LeBron James. It's Rich Paul. Jesus Christ. You know the saying, uh, no one man should have all that power? No, no one black man should have all that power. So the NCAA is trying to find a way to script some of that power from Rich Paul. Now I'm going to let this guy, Chris Smoove, uh, Chris Smoove is from, let me look, let me cite my sources. Oh, he's a YouTuber. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Chris Smoove explain, explains to the people what the NCAA did to strip some of Rich Paul's power. Let me hear it. Rich Paul, the agent of many NBA players such as LeBron himself, Anthony Davis, John Wall, Draymond Green, just to name a few, Ben Simmons. The NCAA is now going to require the following criteria in order to represent future student athletes that are testing the waters for the NBA draft. Number one, you need a bachelor's degree. Mm. And that right there is why everybody is calling this the Rich Paul rule because Rich Paul never went to college. So the second requirement wow. is that you have to be certified with the MBPA for a minimum of three years. Mm. And then the final requirement is that you have to take an in-person exam at the NCAA office, which is in Indianapolis. So they want you to prove that you know what you know and you're really qualified and you really went to college by taking their test. Now, listen, wow. uh, let me note, uh, a number of NBPA certified agents will fail to meet the criteria, but let's be clear. They're casting a wide net to really try to catch one big fish, and that's Rich Paul. All right, Rich, did not, he did not earn a bachelor's degree. He met LeBron in high school. They developed a friendship. That's what caused him to form Clutch Sports Group. Uh, Rich never went to college. And other NBPA certified agents will fail the requirement that they must be licensed by the NPBA for three years. Uh, you know, they probably won't pass the standardized test. But listen, the moral of the story is the NCAA is doing this because if athletes with college el eligibilities start signing with Rich Paul, Rich Paul will wake them up to the fact that the NCAA is asking them to be indentured servants who will go and make them billions while they get absolutely nothing. All right, Rich Paul on the other hand is creating ways for his clients to bypass college, make some revenue, and then return to the NBA. Look what he did for Darius, uh, He's Basley, Basley? I don't remember how to pronounce his last name. I thought it was Basley, I but, thought it was. But let's go back to Chris Move to explain this one. Listen to this. Rich Paul, he had everybody shook last year when he was able to convince Darius Basley, a top prospect, to forego college to instead take a $1 million internship to work for New Balance. He was drafted 23rd to the Oklahoma City Thunder. So he made it to the NBA. He didn't go to college, and he made a million See? instead of going to college and playing for free. See, you can't make those kind of moves without guidance and information. Rich Paul has the guidance and information, the tools that you won't get from other people. The NCAA doesn't care about you. They care about their bottom line, which is money. They want those top amateur athletes to come to school so they can keep making their money, period. What's happening to Rich Paul right now, to me, is no different than the long history of government policies that facilitated wealth for white Americans, but not for blacks. I know, I know. This NCAA policy affects everyone, but let's be clear. This is all an attempt to stop the momentum that Clutch Sports Group is gaining in this business. Trust me, this system has a way of facilitating wealth for uh, itself, specifically white people, but not for black people. What you want to discuss, the Land Act of 1785, you want to discuss the, the 1866 Homestead Act, what you want to talk about, redlining, you want to talk about the GI Bill, where the federal government invested heavily in the greatest growth of uh, white asset-based American middle class, like to the exclusion of blacks, like this is bigger than Nino Brown people, all right? Read what some of the other NBA players had to say. David Aldridge says, good Lord, y'all scared of Rich Paul. Matt Barnes said, white agents are mad. 
Uh, Rich Paul is changing the game. Respect, my brother. LeBron James says can't stop, won't stop. They big mad and scared. Nothing will stop this movement and culture over here. Sorry, not, not sorry. Uh, I tend to agree with all of them, and I agree with Chris Paul when he says I completely disagree with the NCAA's decision. Some life experiences are valuable, if not more than diplomas. Y'all need to rethink this process. Uh, I personally feel like this about several industries, including radio, because those special people, those outliers, those game changers, they usually didn't go to college. You know, um, I know a lot of people who didn't go to college in radio. I didn't go to college, but I was blessed with an internship, and I made the most of it. Same way Rich Paul did, all right? NCAA, instead of trying to block Rich Paul on behalf of other agents, you should be trying to connect with him, you know? So should the other agents, because he is factually one of the most successful agents in NBA history in a short period of time. Find out why they trust Rich Paul and value his opinion, because you'll never have and be what Rich Paul is because Rich Paul is black. <laughs> and being black is something you can't teach. It's something you must be born and blessed with. And it kills the NCAA and other agents that this is something they will never be. Just another example of them loving our culture, but not loving us. Please give the NCAA the biggest e -haw. All right. Keep cooking, Rich Paul. <laughs> Thank you for that donkey today. Up mm -hmm. next is Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, hit Yee right now. She'll help you with your problems. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got Tony on the line. Tony, good morning. What's going on, y'all? Hey, what's up, man? What's your question for Yee? Hey, Yee. So because before I became a uh, elusive member of the Black Man No Cheat Club, that's so, right, baby. Uh, prior to all that, I messed up when I cheated with my girl. Well, uh, he can't remember. Well, there goes that. <laughs> Hey, but this is prior to, you know what I'm saying? I got, I got new inspiration now. Okay. Um, but before then, uh, I was I cheated and messed up. But now my girl feels as if I shouldn't have any female friends. Now, not, not I feel it with new female friends, mm -hmm. which mean any, mean prior, old, whoever they are, she don't want me to have anything. How do I go about handling that? You want to be with her, right? Of course. You got caught cheating. You're trying to prove something, right? Of course. Well, I think when you're trying to prove something, and I'm sure the guys in the room can attest to this, you kind of got to do whatever your girl wants you to do Better for the time, ass down. For the time right. being because she's now feeling insecure. She's not sure about things. So if that means that you have to back off from certain friendships that you had prior to her for now, you might have to do that now. As you guys get into a better space, maybe you can ease back into having those friendships and she'll be okay with that, especially if those friendships were genuine. I had a friend who cheated on his girlfriend and they ended up, you know, breaking up but then they got back together and his girlfriend did not like me. He did not, she did not want him around me and you know what I did as a friend to him? I said, that's cool though. That's important to you. That's your relationship. I don't want to cause any problems. A real friend will understand that and back the F up and that's exactly what I did. Now, their relationship didn't end up lasting and of course, we're still friends to this day but all I'm saying is he had to do what was necessary and your friend should understand that. Now, hopefully, if those women are your friends, they also will end up being friends with your girl because that's important too but for now, as you're trying to win her back and that's really something you want to go hard for, even if it's not certain things that she does you don't agree with that she might want you to do. You kind of got to do it. That's right. We don't negotiate with terrorists, and your wife is looking at you like a terrorist. You do what she tells you to do, including but not limited to a finger in your...
Okay, you went too far. Don't debate me. Don't debate <laughs> me. Don't debate me. Yeah, and it's, listen, it's, sometimes yeah. it's a long road to get that trust back because you it takes a long time to build back trust when it's broken, but you have to be in it for the long haul if that's really what you want. But is there, a, is there an extreme point and is there a too long of a timetable? No. <laughs> Are you listening? Are you willing to do anything? Because, listen, there could be a breaking point for you where you're like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. I'm out. You have to determine that. Facts. Okay. Too easy. All right. Well, good luck. Good I luck, hope bro. you uh, make it happen. Black man don't cheat. That's right, baby. <laughs> All right. Anymore. <laughs> Ask Yee. 800 If you need relationship advice, hit Yee now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. What's your name? Butterfly from Baisley. Your Butterfly. Hey, hey Butterfly. I heard from Butterfly forever. Yeah. How you doing, Butterfly? What do you want for Ask I'm Yee okay. this morning? Yes, I'm not doing too well because I got in trouble at the job and I've been off for like a month now. Mm-hmm. And I want my job back, but I don't know how to talk to my boss because he, every time you see me, he goes, Butterfly, get out my face. <laughs> That's not good. I want my job back. What, so what happened at work? Like, why did you, are you fired? Well, I think I'm on probation. <laughs> so I what got, happened? Let me, I, he gave me some food. I went to take a lunch break. He gave me my meatloaf, everything I like. And... I went to the back of the store and ate and fell asleep. Ooh. When I came back, he said a whole hour. I said, no, it was like 30 minutes. Hello. He said, oh, we just got into this argument. Now, when I open my mouth, they go crazy. Butterfly, couple things here. Yes, you did, did. You did fall asleep. Yes, I did. I did. I swear to God, God. So that was wrong. You can't fall asleep at work, right? I know. You got to take responsibility sometimes and just say, you know what? I'm sorry I was wrong. Okay, I'm sorry I was wrong. Not okay, to me. I could tell him. You have to tell him that because you can't argue with somebody when you dead wrong. Okay. I didn't want to argue with him. He just asked me a question, but he was like so angry at the moment. Like, yo, yo, yo. I'm like, oh, God. That makes me scared, like. Were you scared? Because you said all kinds of things was coming out your mouth. Yeah, because I started getting hyped. I was like, no, it was 30 minutes. He's like, it was an hour. I was like, uh-oh, I'm in trouble. Right. All you got to do is be like, you know what? I I apologize. I, I did fall asleep. I'm exhausted. The meatloaf was banging, and it yeah, won't happen I again. Go get yeah, your, it was banging. Go it get was your good. job back, I Butterfly. I didn't eat all day. All right, go get your job back. Okay, good. So I'm gonna tell him that. Okay. Now butterfly. Yes, I, heard, I love you, Charlamagne. I heard you was I love feeling you Steve. Too, Hi, Envy. Say it again. I heard you was feeling Steve. Oh yes, yes, yes. Let's talk about him. Let me tell you this. Okay. This mind here and the way he talks, we can get together. Yes, yes. All you have to do because I don't have an Instagram or a phone because I'm using my own girl phone. Only thing Steve has to do is come to Rochdale Chicken and Fish. And get his ego on and ask for Butterfly. Yes, yes, yes. yes. You don't even work there right now, Butterfly. You got fired for Rochdale Chicken and Fish? Yeah, I still go there trying to get my job back. Okay. Salute to all my people in Rochdale, Queens, the Evans family. 
Dr. Robert Evans. What's happening? You know what I'm saying? DJ Bless, what's going on? Well, you this know. sounds like a winner for you, Steve. Yes, 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 yes. Big Joe. Big Joe. And shout out to your homegirl who's letting you use her phone. You want me to reach out to them over there at, at Rosedale Chicken and Fish? You know those are my homies, Diddy and them. You know those are my yes. homies. Shout out for show Diddy run the city. DJ Stark. Yo. What's up? Yo, Diddy and Starks, if you're out there listening, you better hire a butterfly back, man. And uh, you should bring Steve yeah. up there, Envy. Yes, 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 yes. All right, I'm going to bring Steve so you can holler at him. Good looking, you... God. Good it's looking, God. Please, Basley, you be cool out here in these streets. All right, that was Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. Now, we got rumors on the way, Yee? Yes, but tell you who has a huge deal in the works, and that's going to be with Disney, and he's a friend to the show. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor, rumor. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Nah, 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 nah. Yes, let's talk about Meek Mill's potential retrial. That case has been moved to later this month. Uh, now, Meek Mill said, I want to thank all of my supporters and the Philly media for coming out to my hearing. Although I wanted to personally address you this morning, my attorneys advised me not to comment about my case at this time. So they're very optimistic about the outcome of this newly scheduled date. It's going to be August 27th. So, you know, he's been on uh, parole forever. Mm-hmm. They're really prolonging this thing. Let Meek Mill off probation already. <laughs> like, God, like, what are they prolonging this thing for? I, thought, I think he is off. I thought he was off probation. He's just getting a retrial for this oh, old case from oh, back okay. in Yeah, because he dropped the stuff yeah. his probation should oh, be over. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. So they're just trying to dismiss the case altogether. Yes, that's what is oh. probably likely going to happen. Mm-hmm. All right, Jesse Smollett, since we're talking about different cases, he says the city of Chicago is just trying to get some money out of him. You know, they want $130,000 minimum just in overtime for the work that they did on his case that they feel was a false, fraudulent case. Right. Now, he's saying, not that he's saying that it was fraudulent, but he's saying even if it was, there's no way he could have foreseen the amount of money that they would be spending in Chicago, the police department, on that case. So there's no reason he should have to pay for that. So um, he wants the whole entire suit that the police department has against him tossed out. All right, CNN, they might be doing an all-black panel show. So what they're trying to do is hire some CNN contributors like April Ryan, Andrew Gillum, Ang- Angela Ryan, Bakari Sellers mm-hmm. as panelists for a brand new show. I think that'd be dope. They're supposed to be fast tracking this. So hopefully that does go down. That's well, a that, good reason to watch. Yeah, that's because they've uh, been killing because they was um, filling in on that show New Day on CNN. So they was they used them a few times last week. At the Democratic debates. Yeah, I saw they did a lot. And, and it generated so much attention on social media and people just talking about it. I think CNN should do it. I think it's a no-brainer if you ask me. Right. They're saying it could be a show on the weekends that would rival MSNBC's programming they have on. Joy I don't respect Reed, that. Reverend Al Sharpton. I don't respect that. They love to throw the black people on the weekends. Nope. Put them on primetime. Let them do the morning show. Uh, let them be in the middle of the day. Like, don't just throw them away on the weekends. And speaking of deals, Ryan Seacrest, he looks like he's going to be doing a very massive Disney deal. Mm -hmm. Now, they did a press release for Disney. They announced a whole new season of American Idol. Ryan Seacrest wasn't mentioned, but what they're saying is he's supposedly doing an even bigger deal with Disney. He's supposed to be returning as the host for the third season of American Idol. And they're saying he's also talking about a huge contract that goes beyond that and also beyond Live with Kelly and Ryan. So it's everything he's doing now, but a massive production deal for new TV shows. All of that would be produced through his production company. He's winning out there, boy. Uh, Ryan Seacrest's been winning for a long time. Yes, sir. Long time. You know, he got about $15 from Disney with his current contract. They're saying this new one is going to be even bigger than that. 
All right, now let's talk about this cucumber party that Trouble had in Atlanta. He's responding to a lot of criticism that he got, and he's also defending his new girlfriend, Alexis Skye. He said, y'all deep in your feelings about what these grown women doing with cucumbers, I see. Y'all hoes on ho-ass N-words who hating would faint if you seen the footage of what your mama was doing Freak Nick Days and Memorial Weekend <laughs> in Miami right. in 98, 99. <laughs> He's absolutely Why right. you think so many of y'all never met your daddy? Wow. He's absolutely right. And some of that is true. Some of it. All of it. Some of that is true. I've been to all those events. Okay, my mom never went to any of those things. I just went Your mama's say. older, though. I'm talking about people our age. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. People our age got 20-something-year-old kids, 18-year-old kids, Yo, and they was Beach absolutely Beach at Freaknik. They was at Myrtle Greek. Beach Bike Weekend. You Myrtle know what I'm Beach. saying? They was in Florida at the Classic. They was in Uncle Luke videos. They was in Little John and Yang Yang Twins videos. Yes. Okay, all those things you named, I've never been to any you of them. You never been to none of that stuff? None of them. Not even Philly The only Greek? thing... Or Jones Beach? Greek Fest? I think I went to Jones Beach once, and I was only there for like a half an hour. I didn't do anything. Well, I nobody just said went you, with my you girls. it and twerk, but you know, you went out there yeah, with Yeah, it girls. wasn't even that memorable. I think people started running and then we left. Miami Memorial Weekend. Like, it's all type of events. Yep, Virginia, Fourth of July. <laughs> okay. Howard Homecoming. <laughs> Source Awards. Your mom was popping it, bruh. Grand's Tomb. Knock it off. Fifth Street. Yeah, it was a lot going on. <laughs> yes. The tunnel. You went to the tunnel early, early. Oh, yeah. I was in the tunnel every week. See? I wonder why vegans don't complain about the cucumber challenge. You would think that, like, right. how Peter complains about, like, animals and ferns. Just wasting cucumbers? All them wasted vegetables? Mm. You, why don't people, why don't people, who are the vegans? Well, nobody said they're throwing them out after they might eat them. Ain't no Vita? There's no vegan like Peter? No. Oh, isn't they Peter like the vegan Peter? No. Yeah, maybe. All right, well, anyway, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss. Hey, happy Yee. born day to Shaka, too, man. Happy born day to Shaka Pilgrim. Today is Shaka's uh, born day. Happy, happy birthday, birthday Shaka. 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 Happy born day, Shaka. All right. All right, well, up next is the People's Choice Mix. Get your request in right now. Revolt will see you tomorrow. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Uh, now we got a shout out to uh, our DJ Dramos's boo, Jason Lee, for joining us this morning. I love making uh, I love making love connections in iHeart. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Call it, we call that heart he to said, heart. Stop this. Heart to heart. When we hook up like an iHeart employee right. with another iHeart employee. We call those heart to hearts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. You know what I mean? He touched your heart, drum. You know what I mean? Hey, man, you know, I've been thinking about this Rich Paul thing, too, right? What's that? <laughs> like, it's really crazy, because imagine if well, this... people that don't, because a lot of people might not know. Well, the NCAA has this thing that they're not calling it the Rich Paul rule. People are calling it the Rich Paul rule, and basically they're saying that you have to have a bachelor's degree in order to represent um, ball players in college. I don't know, some nonsense. But I'm just saying, like, imagine if they shut people out for not having bachelor's degrees in other industries. Like, Steve Jobs didn't have a degree. Bill Gates didn't have a degree. Mark Zuckerberg. All these white people that people worship didn't have degrees. All right? Ellen DeGeneres. You know Ellen DeGeneres don't have no degree? Nope. Like, there's so many people in so many fields with no college degrees, so that should let you know something. Warren Buffett even said that he feels like college is a waste of time. I'm not saying that it's a waste of time, even though I didn't go. I'm just saying that if you take away the f ability of someone to not be creative. If you take away somebody's ability to not be creative just because they don't have a degree, you're going to lose out on a lot of game changes. That's all I'm saying. So I just think that's also, that's very weird. And how does that affect Rock Nation Sports Agency? Because Hov don't got no degree. So he's in the same boat think as Rich Paul. Go I, don't, I don't think that what they're trying to pass is going to go through. through. It is? They know this. They already went through. Yeah, they now they're saying that these guys could sue. Yeah, they're going to fight that and sue. There's no way it's going to hold. It's kind of it, 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 it's it's, weird. I mean, all it is is just really pushing minorities out. That's what it seems like they're trying to do. It's weird. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like uh, like I said earlier. It's like um, 
redlining or it's like um you know mm. uh the housing housing inequality like this this is just another way for them to keep black people from getting rich well hopefully he has a lot of great people on his side he did do that deal with UTA they have a whole co- um partnership and so I'm hoping that there's a lot of people that have rich paws back right yeah cuz to me this is just another you know it's just more in the long history of government policies policies that facilitate wealth for white Americans and not for blacks that's just my personal take on it all right. Well, when we come back, positive note, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. All right, you guys have a great day. Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Yes, man. I want to tell all of y'all out there that's busting y'all ass to make something happen, please, under no, please understand that life doesn't require that we be the best, only that we try our best. So keep trying. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?